Hi everyone and welcome to episode number six of Wedding Dreams and Nightmares. Happy International Women's Day. Well, it was yesterday, but we can pretend that it's also today too because I guess technically every day should be International Women's Day. And if you are here today listening to my podcast, it is because a strong woman helped guide you down the crazy path of life. So shout out to my mom for making me the woman I am today. Don't know what I would do without you. And because of today's holiday, we are going to be focusing on the most important ladies of the days leading up to the wedding, the bride and her tribe. As a bride, one of the most exciting parts of planning your big day is getting to choose who stands next to you through the whole process and at the altar. And being a bridesmaid is a big deal and honestly a huge honor, so don't take it lightly. I know I've mentioned this before, but I'm in a bunch of wedding planning groups on Facebook, and a lot of times my heart breaks for these brides because the girls that they choose to stand up with them don't really understand what it really means to be a bridesmaid and just kind of brush off the quote-unquote duties like it's nothing. So this episode is not only for brides but for the bridal party too. Brides, please, please, please Do not let people pressure you into allowing them to be a bridesmaid or guilting you into thinking that you need to have them as a bridesmaid. Stick to your gut and choose the girls who you know will be there for you through thick and thin. Wedding planning is not a small task as we've talked about a million times and you really need people who you can rely on for honest opinions dependable planning, and constant support. Not some like snot-nosed girl who complains about every little detail like, oh, I don't like the color of my dress, or I didn't know I would have to pay for this. Isn't this the bride's responsibility? Just, you know what, just throw that BS out the window and don't look back and dude, don't even be your friend anymore, seriously. But the whole reason it's called a bride tribe is because They're supposed to follow you and support you like your family. You know, make sure you choose wisely. So if you don't get along with your future husband's sister, don't ask her to be in your bridal party. Heck, if you don't like your own sister, don't ask her to be in your bridal party. I know a lot of brides worry about not having like a big gang of girls standing up there with them. But honestly, who cares? I'd rather be up there by myself or with like one real true friend than be up there with a bunch of people (laughs) who haven't, you know, had my best interest at heart through it all. You know, before you ask everybody to be in your bridal party, just take a minute to let them know some of the tasks at hand. And if you're asked to be a bridesmaid, Take a step back to think if you can really commit to this. And if you can't, then be upfront with the bride. 
Like, do you have a really hectic work schedule that'll deter you from making it to all of the bridal appointments and parties? Because trust me, there are a lot. Or are you like not really in a good financial state in your life and don't think that you'll be able to afford all of the bridal appointments and parties? Is it going to go over your budget? Or, you know, what if you can't afford to travel for the bachelorette party? I mean, you don't really think about how much goes into the bridal party aspect of it when you're planning your wedding because a lot of times you don't pay for that kind of stuff your bridesmaids do so just keep that in mind it um you know just have an honest conversation with the bride or with the bridesmaids whatever so before you know you commit to anything you can a you know be honest and b not stress yourself out about overcommitting or stressing the bride out about overcommitting and not being able to keep those commitments. Um, you know, being a bridesmaid is a big deal, and this is probably one of the most important days of that person's life. So if you don't think that you're going to be able to be there for them and make all of these big plans and, you know, keep your crap together, then just respectfully decline. Um, if you were chosen as the maid of honor, congratulations. Literally one of the biggest compliments of all time. If you're chosen to be the maid of honor, the bride truly believes that you are going to be the one to help her make it down the aisle on her big day. You get to be there for all of her momentous occasions So make sure you're on your game. You know, you get to help her pick out the dress. You get to help her DIY decorations. You get to help round up the gang, you know, for all the important days. You get to hold the bouquet at the wedding. Um, And most importantly, you get to plan the bachelorette party. And that is our main topic for today. Bachelorette parties are supposed to be memorable and special and a once in a lifetime occasion to celebrate the bride to be before the big day. However, planning and actually pulling off the event itself is a little bit more stressful. But that is what we're figuring out today, you know, how to plan the best bash for the queen bee, bee for bride. So, first things first, Remember, 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 this party is for the bride. So make sure that it is what she wants. Ask her a million questions to figure out her vibe. You know, does she want a crazy weekend or something super casual or a fancy dinner out or a spa day, a big group or a small group? Pay attention to her preferences, even if they're different than what you thought they would be or if they don't match up with your personal preferences. Not all brides want a banner that says, same penis forever on the wall of the hotel room when they walk in. Not knocking it, I would probably laugh my butt off uh, if I saw that at my own party, but not everybody is a weirdo like me. Uh, But take this same strategy to all of the other parts of the party too, like the guests, the games, the foods, the drinks, the presents, and so on. I personally 
hate surprises. Uh, I know, once again, I am a weirdo. So I would probably want to know a lot of what you were planning. Make sure you ask the bride if there is anybody that she really doesn't want there. Um, You know, it is intended for her closest friends and the people, um, you know, that she loves the most to be there at the party. So it doesn't have to be a huge crowd. It can just be a small group of friends. Or if you're a super popular girl, good for you. And you can have a huge group of people. And as much as it sucks, we all know that there's usually one girl that, you know, does not belong at group gatherings. She's either a buzzkill or a drama queen or a negative Nancy because not all the attention is on her. And uh, this is a note for the bride. You must look out for yourself when you're asked about the guest list. However, if you're the maid of honor planning this and the bride invites someone that you don't like or that you don't get along with, you just gotta suck it up buttercup and play nice because like I said at the beginning, this party is for the bride. So make sure that it is tailored to exactly who she is, what her vibe is, what she prefers, and then, you know, do your best after that to make a plan, make a plan based on how she envisions this and how you envision her vision for the day or, you know, the weekend getaway. And after you ask all of the girls to come, you know, start the planning, time to figure out all of the fun stuff you're going to do while you're there. Uh, But even though, you know, most of the times it looks like bachelorette parties are just like full of fun activities and detailed itineraries, you don't always have to go crazy. You know, being together and hanging out with the bride is, should be, is the number one priority. Of course, you know, you'll want to sneak in a few special things for the bride and make sure that everyone there is 100% ready and on time for them. Factor in extra time for all of the little things like getting ready, traffic if you're in a major city, and trust me on this one, plan for someone to run late. With a house full of girls and only a couple bathrooms, guarantee that someone will be just hopping in the shower when everyone else is ready to go. Or, you know, just because it only takes you 20 minutes to get ready, like myself, somebody else might take 45 or an hour and 45. You just never know. So the timeline isn't everything, but make sure that things that actually matter have a sense of urgency. So, um, you know, and... That way people are prepared for them. But on that note, some of your most extravagant plans might not go like as smooth, smoothly as you anticipated. So make sure you have backup plans in mind. Like, you know, the first day there, you're planning on going out to a fancy dinner and someone's flight gets delayed or someone backs out last minute. Or it starts pouring when you're, you're when you're supposed to do dinner a la fresca. Um, just take a chill pill, switch gears, and go with the flow to the best of the ability. And if you're calm, the bride will be calm. And if the bride is calm, everybody else will be calm. And that'll set the tone for either the entire night or the entire weekend. So, 
you know, just keep the party rolling and everybody and everything will be fine. Once you have a plan and a guest list, start asking for help. A lot of work goes into planning a bachelorette party and a great bachelorette party at that. And this is where the bride tribe comes in. You know, let people handle what you know they're good at. So, you know, for me, um, I'm a huge foodie. So, you know, if somebody were asking me to do something, I would take care of the dinner reservations and the brunch reservations. And if someone is an artist, ask them to create like the weekend hashtag and design shirts for the weekend. It's really important to incorporate all the other girls who are going to be going because, you know, that way you can get a realistic view on everybody else's ideas and budgets. Remember that not every girl going will have a ton of excess cash to just go out for every meal or pay for a five-star spa. And this is where it's good to have a multitude of levels working on stuff. Not going to lie, if you're going on a bachelorette weekend and you're not being careful, the list of expenses can grow and grow and grow and never end. Instead, set a budget with the girls at the beginning and make sure that it is within everybody's price range and then stick to it. You know, consider who's paying for what, who's paying for the bride, you know, because usually that's how it goes. If you're going out to dinner, somebody pays for the bride. If you're going to a massage, somebody pays for the bride, you know, just so she doesn't have to do it herself. That's the whole gig of, you know, the party being for her. Um, is like the hostess going to pay for everything up front and then everybody pays her back, that kind of stuff. Um, please pay her back. Side note, I have a friend who secretly paid for all of her future husband's friends to go to his bachelor party because none of them were good at making plans. And to this day, literally only like one out of four of them has paid her back. So please don't be that person. In this day and age, somebody is literally always doing something for the gram. So before everybody links up at the party, make sure you ask your bride if she's okay with this. You know, more than likely she'll say yes because, duh, she'll want every last bit of the wedding timeline photographed and stuck in time forever. But there are probably certain times where you should all just put your phones away and enjoy the moment. You know, set up some upfront expectations and guidelines with the girls. That way, you know, nobody gets bought hurt when you ask them to, like... (laughs) not snap a selfie when you guys are all wearing ugly green alien face masks. You know, bachelorette parties have this long lasting history of being like this, you know, last hurrah as a single woman. But I think that's totally a cliche. Like if you're, (laughs) that sounds stupid, but if you're already like in a committed relationship, man, you've been not a single woman for probably years at this point. But, you know, really, it's just an amazing opportunity to have a group of people celebrate someone that you love getting married and encourage the bride to do what feels best for her, encourage the maid of honor to really get creative and, you know, build something amazing around the bride for the bride because of the bride. As a bridesmaid, it is literally your job (laughs) 
to make this day as amazing as possible for the bride and to make the wedding planning process as smooth and as seamless as it can be. I'm not saying that if you suck, you know, you fail, but if you suck, you fail, and if you fail, you suck. So... I'm just kidding. Uh, but just be there for her and be the best friend that you can be. And she'll love you for all of it. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it for today, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you are a bride, send this to your bridesmaids right now. And if you're a bridesmaid, send it to all of your bridesmaids' friends right now. Otherwise, make sure you click subscribe and leave us a five-star review on our page. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wedding Dreams and Nightmares. And please feel free to DM us, send us a message, whatever, for any tips and tricks and reviews and comments and questions and anything that you have. All right, guys, have a great week.